Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. So in this episode, we are closing out Black History Month with two very special guests. Liz Renee of Poe Up, It's a Card Game, and Iman Sakina, who is a beautiful digital creator. We get to know them both a little bit better, and we play a game of Poe Up. Enjoy. Leslie, are you on your golf cart? <laughs> I should be. Let me put it that way. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. Should be. Would you like to join me one time? I, I always told you I have no problem going to golf cart courses as long as I can get through the golf club <laughs> and drive the golf cart. I'm not carrying no bags and I'm not swinging no sticks, but I will sit at the club and drive the car. I want to soup it up and, you know, like add some music and add a little <laughs> hydraulics on the golf cart. <laughs> okay, well, Serena, you are always invited. Thank you very much. I actually like golfing. It's serene. It's quiet. That's boring. Uh, well... <laughs> There is a National Women's Golf Day. Okay. June, June 7th. Wow. That sounds serious. I'm not very good, I have to admit. Well, no, I think you like this part because- um, Can we drink and golf? Is that a thing? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can drink and golf. <laughs> okay. That's why I like it because it's one of two sports where you can drink and golf. Okay. Bowling is the other one where you can drink and golf. Okay, well, they count me out. I hate bowling. I love bowling. But there is- they will be giving free lessons on oh, for okay. what golf or bowling golf lessons oh cute that's cute okay yeah i'll do it yeah I, I'll that do sounds it. fun i'm trying to organize a group um to do it the golf hold course- up hold up i gotta realize who i'm talking to how much this cost <laughs> wait a minute i was getting ready to say the same thing i was like do i gotta go get damn golf shoes little golf no. outfit damn no. hat pay a membership they provide everything okay okay so i'm trying i'm trying to get a group together at first i was looking at this one place in um pretty girl county but they're not participating so there's another place that i think is participating but i will let you know the details okay okay it's free for that day oh Oh, well all right you know what, Serena? Look, so check this out, Liz Iman. Check this, man. Check this out. You know how that's how they get you when you go to these resorts. Oh, just come sit down, and listen to the speech, and we'll walk you through. And you get next thing you know, you got a damn condo or a condo. they give me every time. I always do it. But they give you a free meal. You get to go somewhere and get a free meal. I always get that meal though. I always get it. Wait though, when I was in college, I had one professor. He played golf every Friday. Sometimes he showed up to class. Sometimes he didn't. But he said, ladies, if you are single, meet your man at a golf course. That's what That's I all. heard that. So I was like, is, oh, okay. okay. And let me tell you, sometimes, um, I, because I like to play and it's relaxing, sometimes I'll just go by myself if I don't have mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. Because golf is like doing pickup basketball. Like you can always 
Sure. And I have noticed that when I go to the golf course, especially if I go by myself, that the black men at the golf course are extremely protective. Hmm. And, um, and they will watch out for you. Okay. Oh, okay. So, nice. so I go act like a Karen. <laughs> oh, 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 can you show me? Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. She got her act down already. Wow. <gasps> I did that when I thought I was getting the um speeder ticket. I bust them tears real quick. Oh, sure. And let yeah. and let oh, that um, nice yeah. credit card fall out. Yeah. With my um, driver's license. <gasps> it worked. <laughs> I, know, I got the warning. I wish I could. Oh my gosh. Well, um, welcome to the swirl suite. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> yes. It is the last day of Black History Month. How has your February gone? Yes. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the Squirrel Suite. <laughs> Hi. I'm honored. Thank you guys for inviting me on here. Of course. Oh. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome. please introduce yourselves to everybody. Um, Iman, you want to go first? It doesn't matter, but I might as well go ahead. Um, so I'm Iman from Iman Sakina, digital creator, sommelier, um, just into wine, wine enthusiasts, um, just trying to, you know, change, change the narrative of the wine scene. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and say this first. Your posts look like well-produced professional commercials. Okay. So I have crazy ideas. And then my husband, he's a videographer. He takes my ideas and then makes it into video. So I tell him stuff like, this is what I want to do. I want to look crazy. I want to do this. This is and then he takes it and he does the production side. And then I he lets me look at it. And then I'm like, yeah, that goes there, that goes there. And I want that there. But he pretty much like finishes it. But I am the like so like mind behind it. But yeah. Got you. Got <laughs> you. That's why. Well, what's phenomenal? It looks great. Thank you. Um, and yes. I'm Liz, and it's amazing to be here because I feel like I've been connected to you all through Instagram, like in one way or another, just everybody hyping each other up. But I'm the founder of Pull-Up Card Game. It's an unapologetic drinking card game for Black alumni or anyone, honestly, who stepped foot on a college campus. Um, it's all about translating your college days through nostalgia and a little bit of drinking. So Liz, tell us how this um, idea came about. Yeah, so um, I am a proud first-generation college student, um, also first-generation born in the U.S., so my experiences are slightly different than that of, like, the experiences you might see in a regular card game about Black culture. So sometimes I would play those games, and I'd be like, okay, I know some of these, but some of these don't apply to me and, like, my Jamaican grandmother who raised me. Like, I'm, I, sometimes I would get FOMO, let's be real. So I went to the University of Georgia, go dogs, national football champions. Finally, it's been a long time coming. Um, and I did everything on campus. I, I pledged. I was a resident assistant, um, president of different clubs, just anything that you could think of. So I knew how to really, you know, do some icebreakers, programming, et cetera. So I figured, you know what? Let's put together a card game specifically focused on the experiences of Black alumni and really bridge the gap between alumni of HBCUs and PWIs. Because sometimes I feel like we don't 
talk about those experiences in the same breath. And I dare say sometimes a little divisive, like the competition gets divisive. And we believe that no matter where you went to school, your Black excellence deserves to be celebrated. And so that's the point of the game. Oh, I'm so sorry you didn't go to HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. <laughs> they were waiting on me. They, I know. I can see Leslie. <laughs> oh Lord, here come Glenn. <laughs> That's actually my house. My um, my husband he didn't go to HBCU, but the funny thing is, he goes to my homecomings now. I went to Morgan State in Baltimore. Uh, yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah, most everybody comes to Howard's homecoming, so we will accept that. <laughs> we have a Howard alum. <laughs> oh, most, you know, ain't you all day. Yes, Here indeed. We Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Liz, let's talk about the game. Hmm? How does the game hate work? Hate so how does the game work? Yeah. Um, so if you're like me, I don't like to read directions when I play games. I just want to be able to take the cards out and figure it out. So it's made in that way. Um, but there are no winners or losers because we believe Black excellence deserves to be celebrated and not competed. And so it's a conversational game. So all you do is you pick a card, you read it, you answer the question, or you do what it says. And nine times out of 10, it's going to give you nostalgia or make you po up or both. And po up means drink, which I know here we know that. But sometimes I talk to people and they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, maybe this game is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to ask you what pull up meant. I was like, no. oh, <laughs> so I'm very interested in playing the game. I will be ordering some. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, we're actually going to play. I just have one more question for oh, okay. um, Iman. Iman, right. how did you, can you tell the story of like how you got into wine and how you became a sommelier? Okay. So I'm gonna make a long story short. Um, so pretty much, okay, I'm from Chicago, born and raised. And Chicago has a, a high reputation of like the wine scene, you know? So we have a lot of festivals, a lot of wine stuff, a lot of restaurant stuff. So, um, and this is about like a couple, like maybe like six, seven years ago, I went to some wine fest called Wine Riot. And this wasn't like your typical, you know, wine fest. Um, and like, I'm always like, oh, I just want to go to drink. That's how I was back then. But this wine fest was basically like, they had like education and they did this thing where they did like a, um, comparison of old world versus new world. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, so wine is more than just like drinking and like getting tipsy and whatever, having fun. It's like actually science behind it. Um, and so that's what intrigued me to learn more. Um, and then they actually had like, um, classes to go to and they had like a schedule that day at the wine festival you can go hear about you know sustain sustainable wine making and all this other stuff and so that really piqued my interest to continue on um, and so when I left that I don't know how I found it but I found you know um, uh, some so I found that on uh, Netflix and I started watching and I was like oh my god so people really like are doing this with one so this is actually a, a thing like a career and I just knew I wanted to be a master song I knew it but when I looked into it I was like you know what I don't think I'll be able to do it because the prerequisite was that you had to have and this was a while ago this was like eight years ago like um you know beverage experience in my background is in nursing I'm in you know I'm a nurse 
that's my my regular commoner job. That's what I call it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I figured, okay, so that might not be me doing that. So I just started researching, you know, wine certificates, wine certifications, wine education. And I came across um, Chicago has culinary arts schools and Kendall College is one. And so they had a SOM program. So I decided to start that. Um, and they had like a three-step process to become a SOM, but I ended up just doing the first process because I didn't like the um, service aspect of it. I just, I don't know. I just felt like I was like saying, you know, yes, too much. Like, yes, you know, it was just, I didn't like the feeling and I was the only black person. It was all these white people and I just didn't like it. Um, so um, I passed that. So it was like the final test was like a, a blind tasting essay. Um, I had to like come in front of my instructor and like a world renowned um, psalm of one of like the top Chicago restaurants. And like, I had to serve them or whatever. And I had to like, refute like this is all I had to refute like um what wine pairing that I would do with whatever dish they threw out at me you know so I ended up passing that but I said I don't think this is for me I don't feel right you know and I was just the only female only black woman you know in that situation all the black male so I said it has to be something else um and so I found WSCT um and then I did one two I just did three and took my test. I'm waiting on my results <laughs> for three. Um, but yeah, so I just feel like right now I'm just trying to just get the most education as possible and like meet people in the wine industry. And eventually I think I want to do my own thing. I don't want to tell, I don't want to go into like details because I don't want to like, you know, hope what's in the future for me, but I want to do my own thing with it, but I just want to meet people and just get the top of the top education with it. So that's basically my story. I know it's long, but I kind of made it a little short. <laughs> no, that was awesome. That was a great story. Thank you. <laughs> and you you have a serious Black wine community in Chicago too. Oh, yes, 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 we do. Yeah. Especially Derek Restbrook, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to play? Are we ready to play Poe Up? Liz, would you like to lead us in a game of Poe Up? Tell us what yes. to do. Okay. So I'm going to pull a card. If you need me, or... I have cards too. Oh, no. Perfect. So I'll, I'll pull a card and then Sarita, you could pull a card. Okay. So basically I'm going to ask a question and depending on what it says, um, you know, we're going to have to answer it. Poe Up or both. Okay. So this will be a funny one since um. This will be a funny one. Maybe. Okay. So does everybody have a drink though? Oh, yes. Uh, What's well, everybody not, drinking? Not Leslie, you're driving. Oh, <laughs> please, oh, please yes. don't, don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So this one will require a drink. I'm drinking um, Black-owned Rhythm and Beauty, uh, a beer. So nice. it's very beautiful, like casing. So this is a college broke category because I think we can all share that experience in college. Pull up once if you did not have central AC in college. Pull up two times if you had roaches or rodents. Oh. Pull up once if you did not have central AC in college. Pull up two times if you had roaches or rodents. Do we have to tell yeah. a story? 
go ahead and add it because that always makes um, it better. Morgan State, they have these apartments called Northwood um, off campus. They were just regular old garden style apartments. We had so many mice. We had so many mice that we had mice stories every time we saw each other in the calf the next day. It was the most horrible experience I've ever had. I moved out after that year. It was miserable. Like you could hardly sleep. They were in the closets. It was so bad. So anyway, that's my story. So I sip, I pull up twice. So I, <laughs> I pull up once because um, I stayed in my own apartment. Well, my freshman in South yes, stayed in um, college dormitory. And the quad is older than all of us and our mothers too. Um, so there was no central air condition back then. Don't joke has got central air now because my baby cousin is there. But when I was there, there was no central air. So it was hot as fish grease in the summer in DC <laughs> in the 80s. So I'm, I'm going to drink this water again for that. So I'm pulling up. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so I'll read one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Wait, Leslie didn't go. Oh, Leslie. Leslie and Iman. I did not yeah. neither one of those activities. Because her father was riding around on a damn golf course. <laughs> on a golf course. No. Same, Leslie. I was going to say the same thing. I didn't experience that. And actually, my university that I went to, it wasn't historically Black at first. But then they made it an issue oh. later on in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my school, I went to school in Chicago. So I stayed with my parents. I went to Chicago State University. And I don't know if you know Kanye West. But mm-hmm. his mama taught at my school, <laughs> like an English teacher. I didn't take her class, but one of my friends did. But yeah, so like it wasn't historically black at first, but it became historically black. But I ended up staying with my parents because I lived so close to the college. So like I had mm-hmm. all the stuff, even though right. I was off my parents. So so I'm sorry I didn't no. experience all of that. Mm. Is it the only HBCU in Illinois then? Because I would yeah, okay. yeah. No did you watch genius set yeah I'm oh. on, um, episode two you would like it yeah you would like it Eman. you would like yeah it. okay yeah i mean yeah. well you know actually i'll say i don't even really like kanye west currently i don't think I'm any of us do but this documentary changes that a little for bit now yes <laughs> yeah 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 i don't really like kanye west either i like the old kanye but um... well you'll appreciate this okay mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Okay, I'll read my card. Okay. Um, okay, so this is titled Just Messy. Poe up if you snuck someone into your dorm after visiting hours. Am I the only one? All right. Yeah. So I not to. The visiting hours were so strict sometimes. And they I was were. in an all girls dorm. So of course they I was for a while. Too. All the rules. Yeah. Yeah, the, the quad was damn for nuts. You couldn't oh. see nobody in there. That was just you had. It wasn't even worth it. I was like, "Yo, you're seeing. I go to your dorm. I ain't doing that." I think this is the difference between an HBCU. <laughs> we had we didn't we didn't have visitor hours. Oh. It was open all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wait, Leslie, where did you go? Towson in Baltimore. Okay. And maybe it's a Northern Southern thing because we did have visiting hours for the freshman dorms and even a little higher up, they would get a a little bit more lenient, but that all girls freshman dorm. Yeah. Strange visiting hours. Visiting hours. Freshman, Mm -hmm. even in Park Spread, it was visiting hours. I was like, I ain't doing all this. 
And in my, my first year, I was in an all-girls dorm. It was the actually only all-girls dorm on campus, and they didn't have visiting hours. Hmm. So what was the second? So that one follow-up, what was the? Oh, so every question is different. See, you're already oh, catching okay. on. Yeah. So the college broke <laughs> is like a pull-up once, pull-up twice, and then the just messy questions, because they get a little messy, is just, you know. Just one. Okay. I just want to catch. Can I, can I, um, can I, um, do an add-on when you did sneak somebody in did you ever get caught that's the thing so like no. i said i was the no. ra so oh okay <laughs> i see you okay hey you look at you cheating <laughs> he had her own privileges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so you gonna read another one Liz? yes okay all right so question for everyone your child wants to pledge which org are you telling them to join? Which org are you telling them not to join? Pull up if you agree. Wow. Okay, so I've got, I got, no, I have, <laughs> have clarifying question. You said, because this is very interesting. The last part was, do you agree? Is that, did I hear that right? Yeah, so agree? let's say Sarita says, my child needs to pledge Delta and they cannot pledge AKA. I might pull up because I agree with Sarita's statement. So the others may pull up. Oh, so it's yeah. whether the others agree. Okay, okay. Yep. I am not going first. <laughs> so I would say that um, we are family of Q's. And so I would tell my stepson he had to pledge Q. Okay. So if we agree, we drink, right? Because old people can't be remember. Okay, I'll drink. Anything you would tell your son not to pledge? Or is it, I feel like we're a little le more lenient on the boys than the girls sometimes with this question, in my experience. Well, let's see. Leslie, anything he can't pledge? Everything else. <laughs> so if he wanted to say a house full of food. If he want to come home or an inheritance. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's okay. That's classic. Um, I'm going to be fully transparent. I was not selected when I tried to pledge. So hmm. um, it's open. It's open, whatever you feel. So that's my answer. So Sarita, Sarita, I was going to say same for me um, in college. I did not have time to pledge, to be honest, um, because I am a nursing. I had a nursing um yeah degree or whatever so it's like I didn't have time like everybody else had time to like party and stuff and I, I needed to be in that book I needed to read or whatever else I would have failed and I was upset because I didn't want to you know um make my mother upset because she was the one paying for my college and if I failed I would be like oh no I can't fail so when everybody else was partying I was studying so I would say anybody my my, I have a son, he's nine, so he can pledge whatever he wants to. Um, and as far as the women in my family, a lot of them are AKA. So if I'm if they're not an AKA, I would say they would have to be an AKA, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. Just pledge as you want, but I guess it depends on what your um, degree is in. But when if it's, if it's something like nursing or other degrees, you, don't, you probably don't have time to pledge because you have to be in a book. So it doesn't matter. It's up to the person for me <laughs> now Glennis 
No, I want Liz to go. And I'm going to wrap this one up. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of nurse, uh, you know, sorors. And I will say, um, yeah, it's a lot. Like my, my GPA was strong and my first C's in college were when I was online, C's plural. So that hurt my heart because I was like, mm. I've never made C's in life, but I still graduated cum laude. So, you know, we turned it back around, but yes. <laughs> so you answered the first part, you, you're going to tell. Yeah, my, my, if my, my child wants to pledge, I'm, I'm going to tell them to pledge Delta. And then which organ am I telling them not to join? It would really hurt my heart <laughs> after all the deltas that I've done expose my child to in life. If they were like, "Yeah, so I want to pledge AKA," and I'd be like, "Okay, you can find out how to pay for that on your own, just like I figured out how to pay for delta on my own because I was the first in college." Um, but okay, Buddhist, I want to I want to hear your answer. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm coming from a totally different um, dynamic. Um, I pledged in the late 80s and I too went out my first year didn't make it but I made it my second year because who's gonna tell me no twice it's not gonna happen so we're gonna make this thing happen um you know it's a different dynamic on an HBCU than a PWI because of the sheer numbers of people going out to address what Iman said I on my line I had five engineering majors, seven nursing majors, and I forgot how many, God knows, I used to know this by heart, um, doc, uh, majoring in the sciences, 10, about 10 majoring in sciences, who are now doctors. So it's the pledge process in the 80s might have been a little more strenuous than other years from what, I, what I've witnessed because not just what I've heard, but what was also required was hours of study. And if you were in those majors where you had nursing, science, you know, physician assistants, or two physician assistants on my line as well, you had to study. And it's not always synonymous with party. So got to say that. Um, as far as what I would tell my child or friends or my godchild, so I don't have any children. It depends on what I witness in their character. I don't mm. want everybody to be a damn Delta because they are ratchet as hell. No, 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 no. And if you are not of the qualities I think you need to be to be a Delta, no, not only am I not going to pay for it, I'm not going to say you need to be it. Then go to them other organizations. It's just that's how it is. So I'd have to see your um, character and you exhibiting what was presented to me that made me interested in pledging Delta in Alpha Chapter in the eighties. Oh, is it my turn to read? Okay. <clears throat> it's Friday and you're headed to class. Are you dressing up or are you dressing down? This is another difference that always crosses PWI and HBCU. I got a long answer. <laughs> Go ahead, Serena. <laughs> First of all, um, <clears throat> it depends on the weather. Depends on the weather. Um, also, if it's a nice day, if it's April, 
it's 70 degrees and you have to walk across that Morgan State Bridge, you better dress up. Sorry. You probably need to dress up. So um, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. If it's nice and your class is across that bridge, then you will need to dress up. So that's my answer. <laughs> when, well, Fridays on Howard Jar was always the turn up. So from eight, well, okay. So after my freshman year, first semester, I changed how my schedule worked because I was finished by 12 o'clock. That huh. freshman year, I got jacked up and had a class at one and was always looking out at the yard and everybody was out there in full glory. So the outfit changed. So from eight to 12, Run the class, get them last class, and then go back and change. They hang out on the yard because it's time to hang out and then go from the yard to whatever party you're going to. So, you know, would run up, get to that eight, nine o'clock class, 10 o'clock class, the first three classes and sweats or whatever, then go back, get the casual sheet to hang out on the yard. And we stepped on Fridays too. So, so everybody was watching us. Okay, you look cute in the gear. I'm going to agree with Glennis. I did the same thing. I never took after my freshman year a class afternoon on a Friday. Mm. And it was run to class in your sweats or what have you. And especially during the spring and the fall, you go back, you change, you hang out. Yep. Yep. After watching all my children. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, same 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 um I would not dress up to go um to class but freshman year mistake of having a class in the afternoon on a Friday nope 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 you just have so much FOMO you're just trying to get ready to pregame for whatever is happening later um so yeah out of class before noon preferably not dressing up then but I'll dress up later depending on whatever the event is most and definitely if people so on our campus if black people were dressed up during class uh during the day you're like oh there might be a rush happening that oh. makes <laughs> interesting like, oh okay we don't dress up we wear our leggings in our oversized shirt so <laughs> there must be a rush oh that girl okay <laughs> Ooh, y'all standing out like sore thumbs Lord, <laughs> yes wow no uber so <laughs> On the bus, you know where I'm headed. <laughs> Emmanuel, what about you? Yeah, I was gonna say for me, I always dressed up every day. And I mean, everybody on my campus pretty much dressed up, but I always dressed up, even though I was gonna go home and study, but I still dressed up. Even though I didn't go nowhere and I didn't party as I went home and studied pharmacology and uh pathophysiology, but I still dressed up. <laughs> Nice, nice. You know, you could tell the School of B folks because they more than likely had a class where they had to dress up because the professor required mm -hmm. the business attire or they were having um, interviews, like mock interviews or something like that. And I'm talking about with business suits, not just go out party outfits, just, you know, business attire. But you could always tell the School of B versus the jokers that was down in the valley with the rest of us. It was like, nobody got time to do that. <laughs> My um my advisor treated me one time because I had to visit with her just to like get information and stuff. And she told me what I was wearing was too revealing and that I need to start, you know, dressing more business like or whatever. I'm just like, I'm 19. Um <laughs> I'm just I had a I had a tube top on, like 
I thought everybody wore that and like she was telling me it was too revealing. So yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can appreciate her concern. Yeah, I appreciate what she said. You know, I, I was wearing like what was it, rock aware and what was that oh. stuff? Baby fat and all that stuff. Yeah, so I've definitely changed. So I thank her for that, for telling me I was wearing a little too much. So That's cute. Sarita, should I do one more question or do we want to go to the next segment? Totally up to you. Oh, we can do uh, another one. Okay, we'll do one more. This is a great debate category. So I'm glad we're getting different types of questions. So great debate means you choose two people, they debate. And then whoever loses the debate has to pull up and the group chooses who loses the debate. Okay. So okay. for this debate, before I say the topic, I'm going to choose Leslie and Glennis to debate this topic. And just to let you know, you do not have to name your school as an answer if you have a different answer. Okay. What school has the best roll call or chance? Oh, you. Come on, Leslie. You know. You know. I'm going to give actually, you. I was that. I was. I was going to say that. So. <laughs> See, it's you, not you, much of a debate. It's really not. We, we can't debate. <laughs> we might need another question to debate. <laughs> Sarita, do you agree? Going to Morgan State. Yes, I agree. What? Ain't <laughs> you? You know everywhere. You hear it all day, every day. Old people, geriatric, young people, people interested. That chance been around so long. Yeah, that might not be good. Amen. Amen. Chicago State, anywhere else, anywhere else. I don't know. <laughs> Chicago State don't really have many chance. Like, so that's why I was very shocked when we became HBCU. So Chicago State is mainly just like you go and get your degree and leave. Like we didn't have a lot of like um you know, party. We did have parties, but it wasn't like extreme with parties. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I'll go at you. You <laughs> oh know, my goodness, <laughs> this is so hilarious. How every time we play this game with people from different schools, there's always someone <laughs> from Howard that takes over. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like they always really loud. Like they love. They hey, love. You. <laughs> They love their college. Like they just like, I want to rep you. I want to rep to the day I die. H U. I saw you one know. of the one of the questions was, what school had the most annoying alumni? And that was definitely going to be Howard. Yeah. Cause we just get out. Yeah, I know you too could have applied. Shut up, shut up, Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was That's so not much the fun first time before. somebody told me that. <laughs> like where my mother don't have nothing in this room got my howard stuff on it and you see i'm sitting around here looking for something to show y'all that say does she need it does she really need it but but glennis is your your shirt the design i was looking at it where's your shirt oh okay since we're talking about black history i was gonna wait so this is one of the designers from the target black history yes yes let me tell you this year they did a a marvelous job, not job, but the the um, designers who uh, made the different um, t-shirts, sweat outfits, um, lapel pins, hats, and I have other stuff. I'm not a fact. I have I put it in the car. Um, 
I went in there and spent about $200 at Target just on sweat gear and on, the, on these uh, designers' outfits. Um, one of the designers, her name is Joelle, well, no, the, her collection is called Joelle Noir. So I bought everything that had Noir in it because that's my um, my title. Vino Noir is my um, blog and my LLC. So when I saw Noir, I was like, okay, I was at every Target in Silver Spring. I had my mother all up in New Jersey. Just just buy it because I was just supporting her because it means, you know, um, joyous black, to be black joy is what her label means, black joy. So, and then the other three were black male designers, I think. Well, yeah, it's black male design, but Target does it every year. And if you want to catch or find um, clothes in your size and things of that nature, they release it like two weeks at the end of January before Black History starts. So most people, when they try to find, um, they go into Target in February, like two weeks into February, everything's all picked over. You have to go in it's like the last, the second to the last week in January to find um, their Black History collection. And then like I always call out the Rockville store because I went into Rockville store and couldn't find it. So I asked the um, one of the managers, they were standing around downstairs and the clothes, as soon as you go into the Rockville Target, is right there. The clothes are right there. I said, so where's the Black History collection? He said, go up the stairs and behind the elevator. And that was only the re only reason why I could find like the matching set of Noir is what I'm wearing. Um, her sweatshirt um, pants. I found this shirt, um, another black um, sweatshirt. So yeah, and I told I, I sent them a message. I say, we you only gave us 28 days in February. Can you at least put the damn display down here so people could find the stuff? But, I knew yeah, it when I saw the color and I saw a snippet of it. I knew it was um from that beyond collection. black beyond measure collection. Measures. Yeah. And yeah. It designed by HBCU students, students. Hampton, Hampton and because we featured we? A few of them on our page. So yeah. I love it. I need to try to see. Well, you know, I'm in Prince George's County. All that stuff is probably gone, but I might try to go to Target, see what I can find. And if not, um go online. Yes. Go yes. online and you can probably have it delivered because my mother wanted two sweatshirts and they didn't have her size in the store. So I ordered it and they they were shipped from other stores to my house. So you might be able to find it like that. But I love this collection. So we're going to close out with some um, Black history questions. Um, they're not really brainy. You'll see what I mean. Um, there's a comedian on Twitter, Black comedian, who posted Black History Month quiz questions for blacks okay here is the first one which one of these occupations earns the highest median income selling plates kitchen beautician mechanic candy lady i'll tell you what everybody else said but you tell me what you think i'm gonna say i'm sorry say i'm against sarita i'm sorry okay sure selling plates kitchen beautician mechanic candy lady Hmm. I would go. I would say mechanic. That's what I was thinking mechanic. I didn't even hear the mechanic, so I'm glad you repeated it. But I'm gonna go with the be the kitchen beautician. The braids, the perm. Yeah, because sometimes certain hairstyles cost cost a lot. So I would say kitchen beautician too, because I was like, wait, should I pick that? Because those braids, like you said, weaves. 
Mm-hmm. It's expensive. So kitchen okay. utensils, but I don't know if that's right. But yeah. That was a hustle in college too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Anyone didn't know how to do hair? <laughs> I did hair in college. But see, back then they wasn't doing weaves. So that's why the yeah. whole it threw me off because I was I'm, I'm thinking from a different era you know we ain't had the lace fronts and the mm-hmm. eyelashes and stuff like that oh that's mm-hmm. right because see now that stuff is expensive you they gotta have yeah. all lace fronts front, and eyebrows all. eyelashes all yeah. that stuff done with the kitchen petition so okay I'm still sticking with my mechanic because I don't okay. know when this make the change. all right Leslie you got an answer she said mechanic. Oh, mechanic. Okay. oh you said mechanic okay uh 50 yeah. voted for kitchen beautician Wow. Yeah. Wow. What was the percentage on the mechanic though? Mechanic 18%. 18. Wow. Candy lady, 19%. Selling plates, 14%. And this survey was taken when? Oh, it was on Twitter. It on was Twitter. On, so it's recent. It was okay. on the 22nd. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Let me pick another question. Because okay. these jokers can't, can't fix their own cars no more. <laughs> they all electronic. Got to go through the shop. Now, back in the day when I was driving the Escort, they was charging me a damn arm and a leg to fix. That's where we coming from, Leslie. See, we like, Oh, my gosh. But my, but my dad used to change the brakes to our car and the oil change in the driveway. Wow. Wow. See, that can't be done no more. You need no. some robotic arm and snap. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. All right. Let's try another one. Um, which one of these positions in the black church wields the most power? Head deacon, mother of the church, pastor, or church organist? <laughs> wields the most power. I'll the read them again. Head deacon, That's not mother. First lady. Is yeah, that the mom yes. of the pastor. Yeah. Oh, it is the first. Lady. Oh, wait, which one is it? That's a good question. I guess because the father is the pastor. I don't know. Maybe mother of the church. Well, the Sinai, the mother of church. I'm gonna pastor. say pastor. Okay. It, mother of the church. Okay. Yeah. I would go with mother of the church too. Okay, that's what I voted for. Yeah, it, the answer is mother of the church. Fifty fifty-two percent for mother of the church. Mm-hmm okay here we go oh no we're not doing that one um <laughs> <laughs> okay well, so you could just edit it out <laughs> was that we, already, we already know the answer to this one so the question i skipped over was who is most likely to let you know they are in the house howard alums <laughs> people from brooklyn delta aka's a cop with no no knock warrant <laughs> it's a very small lead but there is one winner oh well but see some of them could be a triple could you ever get a delta from howard that's raised right. in Brooklyn? and of course they're gonna let you know the in-house so. yeah all right <laughs> no everybody take one. a guess <laughs> no not one is hu alum i don't know i'm just okay. guessing yeah i think it's i think it's howard yeah okay by a very small percentage people from brooklyn won at 32%. Delta and AKAs at 30%. The cop, 22%. And Howard alum at 17, 17%. Yeah. Okay. That's All right, funny. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let's do two more. Um, which of these Black women, Black woman is least likely to play about? Her mama, her money, her hair, her kids. Ooh. I'm a, oh, I'll say my mama. I don't play about my mom. 
I ain't that vain. Mm-mm. I don't play by my mama. <laughs> I would say the same thing, my mama. I don't play by my mama. Mm-hmm. So. I'm a I'ma say um I don't have kids yet, but I'm gonna say kids. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if this was black men, they would say their mom. <laughs> got you. I got you. Um, I would say my mama, but thinking about the black women, I know I'm gonna say their hair. Um, but okay, here are here's the answer. Tied at 36%, her hair and her kids. That's what mm. I thought. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So who so you said was this on black Twitter? I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I guess you could say that. Yeah, it's black Twitter. Mm-hmm. Black Twitter. Okay. Yeah, and that's different, you know, because I have yeah. a son, you know, but I don't really do much to my hair, but it's different also. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's pick one more. Okay, here we go. Playing this song at this event will cause the most commotion. Before I let go at a cookout, back that ass up at the club, atomic dog at a cue party, shouting music at church. Atomic dog at a cue party. <laughs> As you said, what caused the most what? Commotion. 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 Even, even the old cue is going to try to set out a hop. Exactly. And then they're gonna be kicking and flailing arms and you got to move out the way, drink flying. Even if it was one cue, it would be enough. <laughs> For a commotion, yep. I'm sorry, y'all. At the height of my college career, back that ass came out. So that that would be my answer. That that's actually the winner at 33 percent That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Every time yeah. that song comes on, people are like, what? You know, <laughs> even though I have cues in my family too, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was fun. Wow. But yeah, the comedian, if you want to check it out, the comedian is Michael Harriet on Black Twitter. And uh, he posted all of these questions, a bunch of them. And he puts the wow. multiple choice and you can vote. So that was fun. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That was really interesting. Ladies, this was so fun. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was of fun. Course, of course. <laughs> Before you, you go, tell everybody me. where they can follow you. So yeah. for me, Iman, at Iman Sakina, I-M-A-N-S-A-K-E-E-N-A. Um, so on Instagram. And um, for, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was going to, I'm sorry, I was preempting you. Where can we find um, the cards, list? Yes, so um, I love that it seems like a lot of us are in the DMV area. Uh, so you can find pull-up cards at any Busboys and Poets. Um, we most recently are at Nubian Human, which is located at the Anacostia Arts Museum and in Baltimore. And for those who are in New York, we are at Happy Cork, Brooklyn. So we are hitting the pavement, trying to get in more stores. You can also find us online at pullupcards.com. Um, and if you use the coupon code SWIRLSWEET, you can get 15% off. And for the awesome. three of you ladies here, I'm gonna drop another link in the chat so you can get a deck for free. Because Sarita already got her free deck. <laughs> and you got you guys see the link? Now you gotta tell me how to use you know I'm slow. You could just send mine. Thanks for joining this world suite, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check the description box for your discounted code for POEP. Be sure to order your game and let us know uh, how you like it and when you play. Don't forget to follow all of us on social media and leave us five stars. 
Cheers.